Hello, friends, and happy new year. This episode of the Abiding Together podcast is brought to you by Pink Salt Riot. This year, we are so excited to once again be partnering with Pink Salt Riot to share about their beautiful custom word of the year bracelets, necklaces, and keychains, and to give you, our listeners, a special discount. If you've been a listener for a while, you will know that the word of the year is something that's been very important to us on this show, and it's been fun to memorialize each word of the year with a custom piece from Pink Salt Riot. Their word of the year pieces are designed and handmade by a team of women in their little pink store called the Riot House in Tulsa, Oklahoma. And their mission is to help you live out of the truth of what God says about you. They see creating these word of the year pieces as a beautiful way to assist you in living out the story God is writing in your life this year and to make your word of the year something that you will see and remember often throughout the year. But you need to hurry. They only make their custom word of the year pieces through February 15th. So order as soon as possible to memorialize your word of the year for 2022. Also as a special gift, Abiding Together listeners can get an exclusive 15% discount on all regularly priced items in their order with the code ABIDE15. To check them out, visit pinksaltriot.com and hit the declare your word button or head to the show notes and click the link. We hope you enjoy this episode. God bless you, friends. Hi, friends, and welcome to season 11 of the Abiding Together podcast. Abiding Together is a place where you can find connection, rest, and encouragement in your journey with Jesus Christ. Every week, I'm joined by two of my very dearest friends, Heather Kim and Michelle Benzinger, and we talk about all things Christ, about life, about beauty, about sorrow. We laugh, we cry, you'll fit right in. (laughs) So grab a cup of coffee, settle in, and welcome home. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the Abiding Together podcast and to the very first episode of 2022 and the very first episode of season 11. And we've had massive technical difficulties so far, but it's like try number three. So I think this is a just kind of a testament to the beauty of all the Lord's going to do this season. So my dear, wonderful friends, Heather and Michelle, happy new year. Happy new year. Happy new year. We're back. We were just talking it's about it. We're back from guys. outer space. Mm-hmm. We will survive technical difficulties mm-hmm. in 2021. Mm-hmm. We are here mm-hmm. and we are excited to be here with mm-hmm. one another. Because we have learned to pivot and do all the things that we need to do now. So here we go. Yeah. We learned. So little technical difficulties. That's nothing. Yeah. We can do this. Mm-hmm. We can do this. We've lived through a worldwide pandemic. We could do anything. And so with oh my all gosh. things. Some of, the, some of the memes at the end of at the end of 2021 were so funny. Like people just so over 2021. And like, oh, like I think the world collectively was like, and we'd like to turn the page. I know. I know. <laughs> yes, please. Mm-hmm. I think we said that last year too, but mm-hmm. seriously. We'll see what we'll see what happens, what the Lord's gonna do. This year, and we've got a lot of fun stuff this season, season eleven. We've got some. Um, we're going to finish our our identity series on bride and mother, which is going to be in video later. We're going to do a fun new Lenten study. We're going to talk about our word of the year today. We're going to rejoin all of our listeners. We've got Heather Kim has a book coming out. I mean, girl, like it's it's amazing what's going to happen this year. It is amazing. Some great, Mm -hmm. beautiful things this year. And I like that we're like switching up a lot of things this season. Mm -hmm. Like we we have some video stuff, but in between we're going to have our Atlantic book study, which I can't wait. We're going to talk about that at the end of the episode. Mm I like that we're kind of doing a lot of different things. So I hope that, yeah, it will just bless our listeners this Mm -hmm. season in many different ways. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. that's always our heart. It's always our heart. And we get to hear each other's word of the year today, which, you know, that's... <laughs> can't wait. I can't, I can't wait. wait, you guys. This was like a big secret I felt like we had to hold on to way too long because we never talk about it with each other until this is happening. So I can't wait. I can't wait. To the main event here. So our quote uh, for our episode today comes from the beautiful St. Gemma Galgani. And she says this, during this new year, I resolve to begin a new life. I do not know what will happen to me during this year, but I abandon myself entirely to you, my God. And my aspirations and all my affections will be for you. I feel so weak, dear Jesus, but with your help, I hope and resolve to live a different life that is a life closer to you, a life closer to you. And even as we read that, I'm not sure how that strikes both of you, but even as we read that, I was just thinking of, you know, the, I mean, this is airing like June, you know, January 24th. So people, we've all made our New Year's resolutions and half of them are probably (laughs) falling by the wayside. And so it's kind of like looking at the, what it means to resolve, but what does it really mean to, and it's great to have benchmarks and we need to do that, but what is it to really live a life closer to you? Like, what does that really mean when we talk about that? So as we dive into this, um, my dear friends, what what sticks out to you as we kind of talk about a word of the year and this quote from St. Gemma, Heather, what is for you pretty pertinent? <laughs> when you were reading that, I was like, how does she know? You know, when you said, <laughs> I feel so weak, dear Jesus, but with your help, I hope yeah. to resolve to live a different life. I'm like, I do. I mean, it's hard. Like, I feel a bit battered from, from everything. Mm-hmm. And um I mean, it's different up here in Canada. There's just been more restrictions, which leads to more isolation and loneliness. And, Mm. you know, but at the same time, I'm like, Lord, like, you know, all these things and you know, our hearts, you know what we need. And just every day I'm more and more convinced, like he truly is everything that we need. Like there's nothing that we are looking for, desiring that we cannot find in him, Mm -hmm. you know, in, in the truest core of our desires that are good. So I mean, I want to bring, yeah, I just want to open my heart in a new way to all that God has, surrender more deeply, mm-hmm. let go of my own ideas of what I think things should be. Um, yeah, and just step, just trust more deeply, like he truly is good. He desires good things for us. And even in the hardship, he's going to make all things new. So how about you, Michelle? Yeah, I think December was challenging. It was challenging on a number of levels, but it was also grace-filled. And I think if anything, the last two years have taught myself is that I can hold things in tension. I can hold great joy mm-hmm. and great sorrow mm-hmm. at the same time, mm-hmm. where I'm such a pendulum swinger usually, where I think it has to be one or the other. And I'm realizing more and more that, no, it's holding all these things at one time. You know, yes. and that the Lord can allow those both to coexist in my body and my life and my soul at one time, but that He's making all things new. Mm-hmm. Like, I think, um, you know, it was kind of like 2022 decided, I mean, 2021 decided to, you know, give us a parting gift. Like, uh, I came down with COVID late Christmas mm-hmm. Day. And so my family, you know, has gone two years without anyone getting it almost to the day, you know, like here we are almost two years into this. And it was just kind of like, I almost felt like sucker punched, you mm. know, like, mm. really, you know, you know, on the first day of Christmas, my true love gave to me this, come on, Lord, <laughs> you know, if this is how you treat your friends, you know, but then it realized oh, it ended up being a really sweet time with the Lord because I had to slow down and we were actually had a trip planned. I had to cancel my part of the trip and all this kind of things. And it was just ended up being a really sweet time with the Lord, mm. but it also just ended up being a time of where it just really like deeper self-awareness 
in the areas that I have fallen short in deeper awareness of my own weaknesses and, um, but also just deeper awareness of his goodness, you know, and things that I had to look about, look at. And so, and just a deep sadness, like a grieving of some things, you know, which I think is hard, but I think those things that need to be grieved also have to be named. We've said that a couple of times on the podcast and I just needed to name them, Mm -hmm. you know, and really be aware of all those things. So coming in with really expectant faith and hope and realizing that this year, a friend of ours, Sarah Kazmarek posted something yesterday um, from a writer that we really love. And it said, I want to be the one that Jesus trusts. Mm. And I want to be the one that Jesus trusts. And St. Teresa of Avila says, you know, he has such few friends that I want to be a good one. Mm-hmm. And I realized for the first time, I want to, what is on his heart? Ask the questions. What is on his heart for the year? How can I love him better this year? Mm-hmm. What does his heart need this year? Like, I'm so interested about my own heart. Mm-hmm. Ask the, you know, the love of our soul. What does your heart need this year? How can I minister to you? You know, because he is so good. So yeah. Sister, how about you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just interesting to see kind of how the year unfolds in last year and just the different movements of our hearts and that just thinking of the name of our podcast, you know, abiding together. And we, we talk about the vine and the branches a lot. We've talked, we've spoken about that a lot over the years we've been doing this podcast and just the, the places in our life where we try to, to grasp at life through something other than Christ. You know, that we mm. live through and with and in him. And yet the places in my own heart where I'm trying to live through something else or with something else or in something else versus Christ. And, and just, I, I guess, you know, I just, I turned 45 a few, few months ago and I, there's something about, I've had just distinct moments of, and I'm not, you know, making light of my age or making, I'm just, I'm just making a statement of like, we're probably like halfway done at, on, on a good end, you know, and just, there's been a couple moments lately during Advent, especially of just being very soberly kind of aware that like this, like this, these things matter. Like, you know, just in my own heart, of just kind of having a sober moments of how, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to meet the Lord face to face one day and I'm going to give an accounting of my life and, and not have like, and it's like a fear, like a servile fear, but just the magnitude of our daily decisions of, of what am I, you know, what am I allowing Christ into the heart within and am I, am I trying to control? Am I trying to? And so I think something that during Advent that I was deeply convicted of are just the areas that the Lord brought to my heart of areas where I, I've just been trying to control a lot of things. And I, and my body was manifesting. I just, all kinds of things were happening and I did not know it was, it was a way that I hadn't seen. And so I was asking Jesus, sorry, Lord, so bring to my heart the things I don't see things that you see that I don't see. And that was convicting for me very deeply. And so just the everyday renouncing the spirit and then renouncing my tendency to control. So in the name of Jesus Christ, I renounce control in the spirit of control. And I, I, I just ask you that you would help me surrender in the places I don't feel safe enough to surrender yet. Right. So which is mm-hmm. why we do that. So this, yeah, it was just like a kind of a really deep reset in my soul of of that and, and the weakness of it, the poverty of it. Like we talked, to, we've talked before about how many times our trauma responses go so deep they lie next to our procedural memory, the places where we kind of do things with literally without thinking, and those yes. things take time of Christ coming into those places over and over and over again, so that I can choose a different response. Um, yeah, so that's just really profound. So I'm very interested. It's kind of like as the Lord got gave me a word for the year, which I've been pondering since then, because I was really praying about it. I'm like, I don't know, because you don't make, you know, I don't make it up. So just kind of seeing what resonates. But yeah, it's interesting to see what the Lord will do here in these places. 
So for those who may not have, have heard our word of the year stuff or encountered that before, um, Michelle, do you want to just give a brief explanation of what it is and why we do that and, and maybe how they can enter into that process as well? Yeah, the word of the year is something that we have been doing for the last couple of years, but it's almost a theme for the year. It's something that the Lord really wants to display and show you how he wants to move in your life. You know, it's almost like I always call almost like a little North Star or a little mm-hmm. compass, the way that he wants to lead, you know, each and every one of us. And it's something that a lot has to do really what he wants to, um, how he wants to show his faithfulness and his character in your life, you know, what he really wants to, um, allow to come forth, to be birthed into you in a deeper way. Not that it is not there before, but it will be, um, show itself in a new way this year. You know, so we, we like people ask, how do you get your word of the year? Mm-hmm. Actually, you know, one of the things I do is just take time and really ask the Holy Spirit to illuminate it. Mm-hmm. Ask the Holy Spirit to reveal a word, a theme, something that he's been working on. And like, honestly, I, this year, I didn't know if I was going to have a new word. I wanted to keep Lorian. <laughs> I did not want to give that word up. I love that word. And I actually will be like, it is now going to be like a life word for me. Mm -hmm. Like I will not give it up. Mm -hmm. And so I just was hesitant. I was like, maybe it'll, you know, um, keep it for the next year. Like I can have the same word of the year for the same too. And the Lord (laughs) in the last couple of weeks of the year really highlighted the new word of the year. And just, and then not only does he highlight and illuminate, he confirms Mm -hmm. over and over Mm -hmm. again. It's kind of like the new car when you're deciding to buy a new car and then you see the one you like, and then you see it everywhere on the road. That's how I feel Mm -hmm. like the word of the year. Like when I decide what it is and the Lord shows it to me in many, many ways Mm -hmm. and confirms it. I love that. And if people are wondering what she's talking about with Lorian, just go back and listen to last year's word of the year episode. That's a great word. Mm -hmm. So great. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The Lord moves in mysterious Mm -hmm. ways. Mm -hmm. It does. It does. And I think for the three of us too, we could probably look back at the year and see how our words were woven throughout of mm-hmm. I'm not totally. So like you could just see how that, you know, and the little tags that we got from Pink Salt Riot, who is sponsoring our, our episode today, I, I put that on my travel bag. So I literally saw that word. It reminded me, some people have the bracelets and, and all that, but it's just like, I saw that word over and over and over and over and over again and had to think about mm-hmm. it over and over and over and over and over again. So yeah. What about for you, Heather? How did you see your word from last year woven out, woven throughout the year? Yeah, mine was steady and definitely just learning. To, I mean, I felt like the Lord was steadying my feet a lot. There was a lot of like, just feeling like I was barely keeping my head above the the surface of the water before that. And I felt like the Lord was lifting me out of that place and saying, I need to teach you how to be steady mm. on this firm foundation, which is me, Heather. Like there's a lot of things that you've been trying to build your house on sand and build your, you know, whatever, like trying to find peace here and there and everywhere. Like I truly want to be the firm foundation under mm. your feet. So the steadying of my own feet, but also like leaning into the steadiness of him, realizing that he is unmoved by the things that rattle me, like that it, nothing is too big for him, too hard for him, um, that he has got me and he has got this, mm-hmm. like whatever it might be. Um, so yeah, I just, just being able to lean further into my own littleness, which allows me to experience his greatness. Yeah. And, uh, I loved my word of the year last year. There was so, so much rich, yeah, just meditation and mm-hmm. and movement. I felt like it was really, yeah, there was a lot of movement in my own heart with that transformation. Mm-hmm. So I'm grateful, really mm-hmm. grateful for it. Mm-hmm. 
Yes, beautiful. Okay, but I can't wait. Come on. I know. I think one more thing about the word of the year, like you realize if you listen to our podcast last couple of years, and my husband and I were talking about when he was, he and I were sharing our words with each other on New Year's Day, and they build upon one another. Mm -hmm. It's not like a one and done. They're actually like, I can see like for the last couple of years, how one has set up the next year and set up the movements of way the Lord has moved in my life. You know, so I could literally go back and almost name those years and they're not just blurs to me spiritually. They actually give some kind of landmark to that year, way, ways that the Lord has moved, you know? So they're like my stones of remembrance, almost like in the Old Testament, oh, like this yeah. is how the Lord has moved. This is how oh. he has brought me out, uh, you know, of just different areas. And so you can see spiritual progress. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So without further ado, mm-hmm. here we go. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. Heather, why don't you go mm-hmm. first? Mm-hmm. What? I just said I want to hear yours. Okay. 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 <laughs> All right. Michelle always wants to go last. We know. This is just how it is. Okay. So my word of the year is increase. Oh, whoa. Yeah. So I was, um, I was praying for a while, just taking quiet time, lots of mornings and just moments like praying about it. And, um, and then all of a sudden I just had this really strong image in my mind of like my, my chest sort of being opened up wider, you know, and like more space for my heart and what God wants to do interiorly. And that's when the the word came, like, I want to increase. And I was like, increase what? Like there was like expansion, (laughs) like all these kind of things. I was like, so curious, like immediately, like, Lord, what are you saying? You know? And so as I've been praying about it, I think it's just going to continue to Increase. To be, mm-hmm. yeah, it'll continue to increase. Exactly, mm-hmm. sister. Um, but unfold really throughout the year, my understanding of this. So the scripture, obviously, that jumps to mind is uh, John the Baptist. Um, oh. John 3, verse 30, he must increase and I must decrease. So already I've been asking like, Lord, where are the places that I need to decrease? Mm-hmm. And where do I need you to increase? Like, mm-hmm. where am I putting myself forward in a way that you are not at the front here at the forefront, but I am. So obviously there's a lot of like repentance themes and stuff in there, but also um, it's not in a diminishing way. You yeah. know what I mean? Like there, we can sort of misunderstand that sometimes, but, but I think like God, um, just increasing my own, my capacity within Mm -hmm. for his heart to beat there for his heart to love more freely in ways that I'm incapable of. So, so that scripture is definitely on my mind, but I also feel like there's another aspect of God wanting to increase my territory, Mm. um, in ministry and in the ways that he's called me to, you know, minister to people and my vocation also, um, So I've been feeling a lot of movement lately of just like an increase in my own capacity that I feel like is really given by him. There's things that I'm seeing, like an increase in my vision to see where he wants me to go and things that he's placing on my heart. And I think before I would have just said, God, I can't do this. Like I can't do all these things, but there's an ease within me of like, I know I can't do all these things, but if you're asking me to start this or do this or then I'll go out and do it. And I'm just going to trust that you're going to bring other people to come in and fill in all the gaps because I I am fully aware that I'm not capable to do it all. So I don't feel afraid. Mm -hmm. It's really 
interesting. Like already, I don't know, there's an ease and like, I'm, I'm seeing like all of these places where I feel like the good news needs to be preached and so much hunger and, I, and I'm not overwhelmed by it. I'm like, Lord, just tell me what you want me to do. And, and I will, and I will do it. And it doesn't matter if it fits under this umbrella or this, like, I just want to go where you want me to be. And I want to bring your name and your presence to, to everybody that you want me to reach out to. So uh, yeah, so that's it. Increase. Mm. It's my word. I'm so excited about it. Girl. Oh, I love can that. I just, can I just say a couple things about that? Um, we're recording this a couple sure. weeks up, a couple weeks early. Uh, Heather, do you know that's today's mass reading? That is literally the gospel oh, from today. He must increase. I must decrease. Oh, so that I just want to affirm oh, that. That's, see how the yeah, Lord is so fun. Yeah, I so haven't read the readings author, yet, which is really cool. And I also I, I love just the image of your of like your chest expanding, like your heart, like the core of your being expanding, mm-hmm. and and the what God is doing in the territory and just the beauty. But and I love also that you said that you qualified that by saying it's not diminishing, because a lot of times we think that that kind of when St. John the Baptist says that it's like this unhealthy form of diminishing, but it's the places of really what you're speaking about is the transformation of Christ in your life, mm-hmm. which that's the true decrease because you become more yourself. Does that make sense? I'm just, as you're saying that, I'm yeah, just thinking of yeah, that. Absolutely. Yep. Mm-hmm. That, absolutely. Yep. Those are some of my thoughts as well. Mm-hmm. That's totally it. Yeah, like you were saying, becoming more of yourself, but it is an almost reminding me when she was saying that's almost like Superman taking off his like, you know, Clark Kent out, you know, shirt to reveal that he is Superman. Like, but that's who your truest identity is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, um, and like what sister said, not diminishing, mm-hmm. but becoming who you are and the greatness that the Lord has created you to be. And that it's almost been hidden for such a long mm-hmm. season for you, like, you know, where you feel mm-hmm. like, okay. You know, I've been hidden, but the Lord's like, oh, but it's time. You know, it is time to come out. It is time to tear off this old garment and let me give you a new garment and clothe you with righteousness and show who you truly Mm -hmm. are in all of his glory, like allowing his Mm -hmm. glory to be displayed um, through you in a greater way, mm-hmm. you know? So that's exciting. It's interesting that you say that because that was totally, I I had a lot, uh, yeah, quite a conversation with the Lord about that, that whole thing. And I, there's a part of me that's scared of that, you know, mm-hmm. like I, yeah. the hiddenness is a real thing for me. Like it's been a very, very long decade of hiddenness. And, and at first it was so uncomfortable, excruciating, painful, like scary. Like, I don't, like, I don't want to be hid away. Like, what if no one, what yes. if everyone forgets, yes. you know, about me, Lord? Like, and will you forget about me? Yeah. And is my life meaningless? And like, all of these different things that race through your mind and your heart. But then there comes a peace in it, you know, of like, I'm totally content to be in the hidden place. Yeah. And then so to be called out of that place again, you know, once again, like you think in some ways you're like, oh, I'm growing. And then, and then something shifts and you're like, I'm scared again, Lord. Like, I don't want to put myself out there. Like, I don't, I don't, yeah, there's just a hesitation in some ways, like deep within that, that I obviously, you know, need to bring before God again Mm -hmm. and allow that to be transformed. Because what does it mean to experience an increase and it not be about me? Because I don't want it to be about me. You know, like I don't, I just do Mm -hmm. not want it to be about Mm -hmm. me. That's where the fear comes is like, Lord, I don't want to screw this up. I don't want to mess up what you're doing. I don't want to put myself first. I don't actually want people to see me. Although we do, course, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like at the deepest core, yes, yeah. we want to be seen, but it's like, Lord, I really want this to be about you. I want my desires, my intentions to be pure. 
So yeah, I think like it being coupled continuously with that theme of repentance is going to be necessary mm-hmm. uh, for me to keep things in right order and keep it pure. So mm. yeah. exciting that is. Yeah. I know, hey, sister. What is your word? Come on, come on, come here. on. Well, after much prayer, uh, so last year my word was receive, and I can definitely see how this word has has paved the way from that. My word for the year is secure. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. And so I thought it would be surrender, but it's, it's not, it's secure. And every time I come back to that and it goes for me, it goes back to St. Paul's letter to the Ephesians. I know we've talked about this before, but it's just, it's in my heart of being rooted and grounded in love. And that's like that security. And so I was thinking of, it's very, it's very beautiful that the Lord it's, it's like, it's a rooting, even as I hear him say that in my heart, it's like a place, but it's also a disposition and it's also what he's doing, but it's also what he's done. And so, because in order to be secure, you have to receive first. Like it's like, we can't make ourselves secure. It's, it's really ultimately the receiving of unconditional love. It's the receiving of healing love. And when we were reading that book, uh, 33 days to being sheltered in her heart or whatever is by Joshua Elsner, there was one quote in there that I have prayed with every single day for days. And it's where he's talking about our lady. And he says, we are held unceasingly in the arms of perfect love. We are held unceasingly in the arms of perfect love. And when I read that, it was like this reverberation went through my soul. And I, I know even for myself in the womb, like my story being in the womb and of just the trauma from that and of going back to the places of being just like having a tremendous fear of abandonment and rejection and shame and all these things and all, all the, all these places that that's led me in my life of trying to mitigate against it, to try to like preempt that of the only answer is not hiding. The only answer is not grasping. It's not anything else. It is only allowing the Lord to hold me unceasingly in the arms of perfect love. And that, that is true. And I can't tell you how many times where I've been dysregulated in a day where I was feeling hurt or I was feeling abandoned, or I was just feeling like insecure and just to stop right there, whether at my desk or in an airport or wherever, and just go into the Lord and say, Lord, you, you hold me right now unceasingly in your perfect, your arms of your perfect love. Mm. Like no matter what anybody else is doing or not doing or what I'm doing or not doing, like this is what you're doing. And it just, it was very profound. It was very profound. So I'm, I don't, I'm, I'm interested to see how it unfolds and what the Lord continues to do in that. But it, I, it just reverberated through my soul. I'm like, here we go. That's what it is. Secure. Mm. I love that friend. Mm. Yeah. I love it too. That's so good. I mean, just in there, I'm just hearing like such an openness Mm -hmm. to letting him love you. Yeah. Like in an even deeper way. I mean, obviously you're open to letting God love you. That seems so obvious, but you know what I mean? Like within there's always places where we resist, push away, are fearful, you know, because of what might happen. But I love that. Mm Oh, I'm so excited to see how that plays out this year. And I'm just thinking because I love that scripture of being rooted and grounded in love. And even when you were speaking, I just got this image in my head of, you know, the tree, the big living live oak tree that's my backyard, sister. It's huge. And so I just saw that like your roots were going down even deeper like even deeper, like so that whatever storm or whatever thing that comes against you, like it doesn't matter. Mm. Like I, one of the things I love about that live oak tree is that it has been through so many hurricanes 
and it has not wavered mm. that like the, the, the trunk of it, the roots of it haven't wavered. Like a branch has maybe fallen off here or there, but I mean, that root system is so deep. And then there's a, such a beautiful thing about it because the deeper your roots go, the longer and wider your reach and your branches go, mm. you know, it is the both and, you know, and just as you go deeper in the soil of God's secure love, mm-hmm. I just think that the, your just reach of healing is going to go mm-hmm. even farther and wider, you know, but like, you don't have to worry about that. You just have to worry about going deep. Mm-hmm. You just go deep and he'll do the length and the breadth, you know, I mean, breadth and the mm-hmm. width of it. Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah, that's beautiful mm-hmm. friends. Thank you friends. Yeah. yeah. We'll see. Miss Michelle, let's hear yours, dear. What you got for us in the whole world right now? So um, mine just came out of the blue. I was thinking and praying about it. Like I said, I was pretty darn um, committed to Lorian, and I just didn't want to move off of that. But the Lord is always doing something new. He is constant and consistent, but he's always doing something new, that little sneaky Jesus. So um, my year is I actually, in August, will turn 50 mm. this year, which I didn't mm. even realize until I was looking at my po- passport. Like, that tells you a lot about me. Like, I'm like, no, I'm not. I'll be 49. You know, my husband's like, no, baby. Like, oh, okay, whatever. <laughs> and so um, I will be 50 this year. And the Lord just really stood out to me. Like, this is a significant year. And Lorian, like, it just makes me cry. This past year was probably one of the most powerful years spiritually yeah. of my whole entire life, like mm-hmm. healing wise, um, just spiritually wise that what the Lord does me taking time back, setting, stepping back from a lot of exterior commitments, mm-hmm. a lot to deep interior work in myself and in my heart and mm-hmm. within my family. And so there's a lot of revelation. I've even gone back and started taking classes in different elements of healing and spiritual formation, which I have no idea what the Lord is going to use that so I was really feeling like, okay, I'm like, even though the calendar is year is up, I don't want to come out of the season. I don't feel like this is just a strictly like, okay, you just took your little year of rest and you know, your, your, your fallow year and then, you know, get back up on the hamster wheel. I'm like, I cannot go back to what was before. Amen. I'm forever changed. So I cannot go back to what was before living how I was before. So how do I live a new way? And so my word of the year is Jubilee. Oh, you know, it is Jubilee, which means 50, which I see like when I'm telling you the words of the year build upon one another. On my silent retreat two years ago, I read the document that John Paul II wrote after the Jubilee year. Mm-hmm. And it was profound for me reading that document. There was something about it, him preparing. And he says the Jubilee year is a year for it is like a um, wedding feast. Mm-hmm. And like, I like underline that and that stood out to me. And he talks about how it's a threshold. It is something beginning. So when I mentioned it before, when I was in Washington, D.C. for the Given Conference this past year, when I went to the shrine of John Paul II, mm-hmm. I what like something forever changed in me in my visit there. Like I really will mm-hmm. feel like that was one of those moments that something changed. And our good friend, Father John Burns, and I have talked about that a couple of times that something significant happened in that mm-hmm. season for... Um, just being with that shrine, mm-hmm. you know, but what I realized as I went back after I chose this word, I went back is I took three pictures of the Jubilee doors mm-hmm. and I was mesmerized by the Jubilee doors. And I was mesmerized by a line where it says his whole pontificate was to prepare the church for the great Jubilee and bring it into the third millennium. Mm-hmm. And there was something about just John Paul II and all of this, but then I went. And so I told a, a good friend of ours, that okay, I chose my word of the year. She's like, Can you tell me? Like last time I went tell her until we recorded. <laughs> and so I was like, fine, I will tell you this year. 
So then I told her my word of the year and she goes, well, that makes so much sense because she said when the, um, the year 49 in biblical terms, the year that would lie fallow, the next year will be 50 is Jubilee. And it's another season of rest and restoration. Mm, come on. So I called my Jewish friend and she just broke Leviticus 25 open for me, like in new ways, mm. what it means. It means restoring the ancient ruins. It means rebuilding the thing. It means l- slaves being free. It means all this kind of stuff. And of course mm-hmm. that I would still continue in the season of restoration, the season of rest, because that's what a Jubilee year is, but the Lord is restoring. And then I went to go get something else. And a friend of mine that lives in Fairhope on the Mobile Bay, she said, oh, this weather's crazy, but don't worry. We're going to have a couple of Jubilee uh, on the bay. I'm like, what? Excuse me? She's like, haven't you ever been to a Jubilee on Mobile Bay? It's when all the fish come up. (laughs) And I'm like, Lord, you just can't make this crap up. Like, okay, Lord, that you were doing it. But it was so interesting, like Heather, what you were saying. So I've gone back over Leviticus 25 and I've gone back like really declaring that this is a year of restoration, Isaiah 61. And for me, it's like such a year of the Lord really bringing pieces together like really a year of integration in myself and pieces together and just how he's done this in such a faithful and kind way. And it makes me cry because I feel like I always feel like in some areas, just like a late bloomer mm. in other areas. Like I was always so tiny for my age, you know, mm. like I didn't break a hundred pounds of people are like, what, whatever. Until I was like a junior in high school. Like, um, yeah, I could not ever gain weight. Not that problem now, mm. but anyway, um, wish that, but, um, just like a late bloomer, like I, because I was little, my birthday ran late in August. I was held back a year. You know, I always felt like, okay, I'm always like a step behind in some ways. And mm. the Lord's like, my timing is perfect. Amen, and I'm bringing all this restoration, all these little pieces and in integration. And I just see how he's taken different pieces. And one of the um, last things, and there's just so much, and I'll probably be unpacking this word throughout the podcast, you know, because really, really like this is a restoration. But one of the, probably one of the most powerful counseling sessions I had this past year was um, my mentor said to me, she said, Michelle, have you ever heard the word transitional character? And I said, no, what is a transitional character? And she said, a transitional character is one who in a single generation changes the entire course of a lineage. Mm. The change might be for good or for ill, but the most noteworthy examples are those individuals who grew up in in somewhat abusive, emotionally destructive environments and somehow found a way to metabolize the poison and refuse to pass it on to the children. Mm. They broke the mold. They refute the observation that hurt people hurt people. And so they change their um, the lineage of their family. Mm-hmm. They are the ones that restore the ancient ruins and say, these cycles will end with us. These cycles of destruction, these chains will end with us, and that going forth will be generations of blessing. Amen, girl. Mm. Amen. And so it was so profound for me, and the Lord was saying, this is that year. You know, you will, you know, and not that things will be perfect. I know on the side of heaven they will not. Mm-hmm. But I also feel like that it is a word that is given to me, but it says declare a jubilee year, like sound the trumpet. Mm -hmm. Here we go. In Isaiah 61, Isaiah 58, they both say it. So I feel like Mm -hmm. I'm praying that for our listeners, it is a year of freedom for all of us in some way, shape, or form. That we are the women and men, but mostly women I know listen to this podcast, that we break these generational chains, Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. we are transitional characters in our family, Mm -hmm. in our communities, and in our church, and in our world. And that we say it ends with us 
and we bring forth blessing, not in our own power, like Heather was saying with her word. It is that we decrease and he increase in his power, but that we are these transitional characters. And so I'm calling for a Jubilee year for all of us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll be like Oprah. You Let's go. You a Jubilee. Everybody get a Jubilee. <laughs> yeah. Look under your seat. It's a Jubilee. <laughs> you get a Jubilee gift. <laughs> That's so great. I love it. Oh. Awesome. Yeah, friend. Yeah, it's so, so beautiful to, there we go, to see all of that fit together over these years of watching your years unfold and then watching the story mm-hmm. of your life and then what the Lord has invited you to and then your, your yes to that invitation and just the continual growth therein, which is now providing a place for this to happen. I mean, I bet like four years ago, you wouldn't have been able to even imagine something like this. No. And it just the beauty not. of, I love, I love what you said with such a tender heart that the, the Lord's timing is perfect. Mm-hmm. And then there's a time for all things and, and this is that time. And so you can just feel the power and the weight of, as you even share that of what the Lord is doing in your heart and just the restoration of, of your life and your marriage and your family and all the people that uh, you get to be with, that you get to share life with. So, oh, that's beautiful. Thank you. And thank you for the mm-hmm. declaration over all of us. That's so lovely. I always love listening, Michelle, how the Lord speaks mm-hmm. to you because it just, it always makes me laugh. I'm like, <laughs> It's only for Michelle. It's just so, so obvious, but it's a good reminder Mm -hmm. to me always. Like it always increases my faith to hear how the Lord speaks and, and moves in your life. So I appreciate you sharing that. And I can't wait. I can't wait. Mm -hmm. It's a good year. It's a good year. I mean, I think, I think we're, all of us just have to come to grips with the fact if nothing else, the last few years has taught us like bad things are going to keep happening. That's just reality. You know, it's just a part of life, but, but to be able to lift our eyes, this has been the continual call. I think for all of us, like above those things, like those things aren't, they don't have to define us. They can, Mm -hmm. you know, but they don't have to, we can make different decisions. We can, you know, lift our eyes to be fixed on kingdom things and what God is doing and, and what a better time to do it than at the beginning of a new year. Yeah. Amen. 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 So we would invite you friends that in your small groups or on our Facebook page that you would share your words for the year, if that feels safe enough for you to do that. And if you, if you journey with a group of women or men and women in your life that you know each other's words too, because that's really important to remember to write down each other's words and maybe a few things that as a person shares, what's really important to them. So then we can sing the song to each other and we can remind each other throughout the year of what the Lord is doing and and call each other um, forward on the journey of his restoration. So we would love to invite you to do that. And I'm sure Heather will start a beautiful post on Facebook. People can share, (laughs) which is so wonderful. Mm. You do such a good job of that, Heather. Yeah. If anybody wants to join our private Facebook group, we just have kind of online discussions happening in there. Mm-hmm. So feel free to join us. Mm-hmm. But we have a very special announcement before we jump mm-hmm. into our one things. Mm-hmm. Okay. Set it up. <laughs> yeah. Well, I am very, you, the two of you are very kind. So uh, if you've never listened to our show before, we do a series every Lent. We usually read a book or something like that. And so I've written a new book for uh, with Ave Maria Press called Restore. And it's a guided Lent journal and it's going to go through the season of Lent, through the traditional disciplines of prayer, fasting, and almsgiving, but through the lens of healing, of how fasting heals our relationship with ourself, prayer heals our relationship with God, and almsgiving heals our relationship with others. So there's daily meditations, there's journaling, there's small groups, there's all kinds of stuff. There's a weekly video that goes with it. And we've decided very kindly to uh, choose that as our Lenten book study. So I'm very, (laughs) thank you. Yeah, I'm so excited. Sister, I think it's just like, 
it's going to be so beautiful to sit at your feet this Lent. I'm really, really looking forward to that. Oh. Me too. Me too. Yeah. And so it will be beautiful, yeah. you know? So, I mean, so you all will get the devotional, um, if you purchase the devotional, but then the videos plus we'll be going through the podcast. So man, you, we are, you can have a richness of resources with this resource. So mm-hmm. there you go. And people can pre-order mm-hmm. it on Ave Maria Press mm-hmm. website and all the info about that will be in the show notes on our There's website. Yeah. yeah. So that should be yeah. fun. And if you're Canadian, you can pre-order it on Amazon mm-hmm. if you can't find it at a local. And Catholic we'll have store. all those links. Ready for you in the show notes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, All right. So, what's your one thing people doing? Heather Kim, would you like to share your first one thing of 2022 with our listeners? Sure. My first one thing, there's going to be lots of music because there's been lots of music coming out this year that's been really good. So Bethel has an album that came out a while ago called Peace and they have a second part. So Peace, when it came out, has just been, I mean, it's been on a lot in my house. I love the big conference type live, you know, worship stuff, but there's there's often that I'm just longing for something a bit quieter, Mm -hmm. a bit more reserved. And that album just was so good because it was just like these kind of pared down, um, stripped down versions of songs. So they did a second version of it and specifically graves into gardens Mm. on that album is so, so, so good. So anyway, Bethel piece two, it's called, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so you can check it out. Sister, Uh, my one thing for the year, I just wanted to just to send a heartfelt thanks to all of you who have written me so many lovely Christmas cards and letters. I have so many. When I got home, I was gone a lot during Advent and Christmas and just had a stack of cards and how people found the uh, address from our website, from our salt website. And I just want you to know that I, there's absolutely no way I could respond to all of you, but I want you to know that I read every single one of your letters and your Christmas cards and your pictures and all you share. And it's just, it touches me so deeply and I just offer you to Jesus. So I just want to say profoundly, thank you. If you don't hear back from me, it's not that I don't care. I, I, I care more than you could possibly know. I'm just not able to, to respond to everybody, but I just was just overwhelmed by the kindness of people. And I just wanted to say thank you. And just to let you know that I'm praying for you so y'all are my one thing i'm very mm. grateful mm. oh i love yeah. that yeah. miss michelle so my one thing is and perfect michelle i have three one things this mm-hmm. uh <laughs> thing i got lots of one things start one out strong is the new edition of the word of fire they had volume one and now the word on fire from bishop baron and all of them have volume oh, two yeah, and do. it's acts of the apostles mm-hmm. and other letters in and it is stunning mm-hmm. when i got it this past week i opened it up and one they have this gorgeous artwork about mary at pentecost that i love and chris was so funny he was looking at it and goes yeah i like it but you would like it more because it's really artsy it is stunning mm-hmm. it is beautiful it looks very artistic but the bible is Itself, I was just blown away with it. The artwork that they have in the reflections, and I loved the first version, but I think I have to say, I think the second version, I love it even more. Mm-hmm. I mean, I love the whole all of scripture. Mm-hmm. I can't pick, but there's just something, even the artwork they picked this last time. And I just have to commend the word on fire. Thank you for doing stuff with such beauty and truth and goodness and such quality. The paper quality is beautiful. The outside, the gold, you know, mm-hmm. what? I mean, I could go on and on, but it is lovely. <laughs> and I will post a link here for pictures. Another one is a Catholic podcast that I came 
uh, upon us that she's actually a listener of ours called Born of Wonder Podcast. And I just love her whole perspective of the world. She is very literary. She loves Tolkien. She loves Narnia, but she loves writers. You know, everything from Sylvia Plath to Flannery O'Connor to Joan uh, Dyden, just some really beautiful things. But I love the way she writes and I love her perspective. Mm -hmm. She has especially one on stargazing that I absolutely loved because that's become a new hobby of mine. And I got a telescope for Christmas. And so it's just super, super cool. And then my last is a song from Maverick City Music that was on the Christmas album that I have been blaring at my house and it's Revelations 19. Mm -hmm. And I mean, it is some church. Like I love it. I mean, I can listen to it and it just, I mean, it helps you get your praise on. Let's Mm -hmm. put it that way. And so there's just something (laughs) so beautiful about it. And Naomi, the lead singer there, like y'all, the church needs that woman's voice. Like there is just a Mm -hmm. power and anointing in that woman's voice. So I just love it. So I'll post all those links in our show notes. Yay. Well, here we go, ladies. This is a lovely start. This is a lovely start to season 11 to 2022. And the new journey, as as Len says to Lucy, things never happen the same way twice, right? So here we go uh, on a new year. And yeah, a new journey with Christ. So dear friends, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, please, once again, subscribe to our emails. Um, come jump on our uh, private Facebook group. Just be part of our family. We want to be with you. We want to hear from you. We want to journey with you. So please do that. And until next week, we will be abiding together. God bless you. Have a wonderful week. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. If you liked it, would you please share it with a friend? We encourage you to head over to our website, abidingtogetherpodcast.com, where you can find all the show notes, links to our one things, transcripts, group discussion questions for each episode, and beautiful mugs, t-shirts, journals, and prints on our shop. There you can also subscribe to receive our weekly email with links to each new episode and all of the content. We'd love to connect on social media and invite you to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter so you can catch inspiring reflections every day. You're also welcome to join our private Facebook group and dive deeper into discussions with our fellow listeners. If the podcast has blessed you, would you prayerfully consider financially supporting us? The Abiding Together podcast is only available due to the generous support of our listeners. There are significant costs associated with creating this content, such as tech support, design, website, equipment, and hired staff that we need to be able to continue offering great content to you. Abiding Together is a nonprofit 501c3, and all donations are tax deductible. You can make donations of any amount through a website called Patreon, or you can send us a check directly if that's easier for you. If you donate $15 or more per month on our Patreon page, you become a tribe member and you will receive bonus content every month, such as short videos, recipes, playlists, downloadable prints, and more. You can find all the information about Patreon at patreon.com forward slash abiding together podcast. Thank you and God bless you.